When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. I guess we're not dead yet. Right? We, uh, it was a shame how the game ended, but we played really good defensively for 95% of the game. You know, and I just think we, we just had the jitters, the yips a little bit in the last four minutes again. So, but we survived and advanced. Coach, I'm going to say, without box score watch, just give you some, some stats on the game offensively for you guys. You shot 31% from the field. 17 to 30 from the free throw line, 15 turnovers to just 11 assists, and our single double-digit score without day-day, Jimmy Carter just two and nine from the field. If I told you the stats beforehand, what were the percentage you think that you guys would have shot at winning this game? Once again, you came up with the beauty. Um, <laughs> you know, we, we, we played good defense, really, with this group, this particular group, because we knew we couldn't we weren't going to outlast them in a finesseful game. You know, we just don't score enough right now to to win games like that. So we have to win games like this. You know, and uh, you know sometimes they're pretty high powered offensively. We did an unbelievable job on Venning. Uh, Dixon did a really good job of limiting his touches, and then when he did get it, we doubled them. And they didn't throw out of the double team very well. So I thought uh, I thought defensively we won the game. We we certainly didn't do much offensively, but. That's kind of how it's been for us. So to answer your question, it's kind of like the game was last year, remember? The one here, it was almost identical in a lot of ways. It was like a mud wrestling. You know, nobody could get out of their own way. But, you know, if you play good defense every night, you have a chance. And we, we certainly did a great job at the three line. I think if you look at their numbers, you, you, you probably know them better than me. But they're a pretty high-level three-point shooting team. And they really didn't hurt us from the three line. Now, when we play Jakob and uh, Matush and even Jake, we're a little bit bigger, so that you know contestant threes become a little bit better for us. I know you probably would have wanted a guy who scored in double digits, but when you look at it this way, you have nine out of every ten of your players contribute uh, offensively, score points, I should say. How beneficial is it to see contributions from top to bottom, especially this? Well, I think two things, you know, um, it reminds me a little bit of the beginning of last year when uh, when Tevin Brewer was hurt and we had to play McGriff and Matouche at the point spot. So uh, while certainly we missed Day-Day, it has developed our bench. And DeMichael, like he didn't do that much offensively, but he but he guarded and Jakob guarded and Matouche guarded and, you know, you know, we had to win a different kind of way. And we have to we have to get better on offense. There's no question about that. But you know, 
we really took a 15-point lead into the last four or five minutes and tried to make it a, a nightmare. So if you take the last four minutes out of it, you're like, we're pretty good. Coach, what's keyed your confidence in playing Horonsky in some big minutes late in the last two games here? Well, ever since he's been here, I always thought he was a good player. I think he has some confidence issues at times. Like even tonight, I thought he should have flung the three late in the game with the clock, shot clock coming down. But he's a talented guy. He's 6'8". He can handle the ball a little bit. He can pass it. He knows how to play. He can shoot the ball. You know, he went through some things, but he's rallied himself. So, I mean, I think he's a good player. Um, we just decided to go a little bit younger. You know, we thought we were a little more skilled, you know, that way. And that's kind of why we went that direction. I think Jakob's another one that he has his struggles offensively, but but defensively he's really good. And he rebounds and he... You know, he moves the ball. Hasn't made anything yet, but I think he will eventually. Oh, the last time we played him, they had 25 turnovers. I don't know if you guys remember that. So it was very similar in the first half, man. They were throwing it all over the place. And, you know, if you look at the stat sheet, which we which we look pretty carefully at, you know, Venning came in, I think, 11 assists, 41 turnovers. So we knew we had to get pressure on him. Because, you know, he has nights where he's hard because he's a, he's a horse in there. So we, we just decided that we were going to double. And if we, if we couldn't get to the double team, then we were going to, as soon as he put it down, we were going to come in there and try to rip them all out. So to answer your question, it was a good performance. I don't know if it's the best, but it was one of the better ones. I mean, look, you're talking about if, if you if you ask most of the coaches in this league, right, they say Mark Schmidt is an offensive guru, right? They all – he's got a million plays, a million sets. Uh, you know, he he's coached a long time. He's, he's made Bonaventure into a – consistent winner in this league, you know, a contender every single year in this league. So if you hold them to 50, you did a hell of a job. And really, if you take the last four minutes out, we held them really to 40. So we did a really good job. Now, part of it was self-inflicted. You know, they, they didn't have their normal night. But, you know, we had a lot to do with it, I think. And you mentioned, said survive in advance. Kareem said, look out now. We've got that one. What kept you guys going? What do you think this win could do for this group? Well, it's a, it's another hard thing. So uh, emotional well-being in sports is important, you know. And you could see we were a little fragile at the end of this game. But the good thing is, is emotionally, uh, these guys have never quit. And think about it: we lost two two games in a row by two that we should have won both games, or for sure the Richmond game, right? And, and, you know, we, we can go back to Santa Clara up, you know, with three and a half minutes to play. We've had our issues, right? And then you don't have your leading scorer. Um, but they just – I'm just happy for them because emotionally it's hard to bring them back every single day when you lose close games. We, you know, anybody that played knows that. But it's, it's a tribute to their character that they just kept battling. And, you know, uh, 
I don't know if you guys, uh, Tristan probably knows it, but if you look at the Ken Palm, we played the 56th hardest schedule in the country, unless I read it wrong. So, like, we played, we played the best teams in this league, you know, other than maybe VCU and a couple. The whole league's pretty solid, but we played the top half of the league. And then we played, you know, we played people like Princeton and Bradley and UC Irvine and Nebraska. Like, we played a pretty hard schedule. Um, and then we got hit in the mouth. You know, we just didn't win. I, I didn't think we were bad, but we just didn't win. So emotionally, emotional well-being will help us. Now, we got to continue to win. You know, and Fordham isn't going to be – Fordham is one of the weirdest teams in the league because of the way they play. They, they, you know, they junk it up defensively. So, And Chicago State's actually pretty good if you really analyze, like, their, their roster. So we've, we've got our work cut out for us, but at least we hung in there. So, you know, this is a funny team. Like, if, if we can make progress and get better – you know, we can make a run at this thing at the end of the year. Now, if we can't get any, if we can't build any momentum, and we're choppy, then it, that that becomes difficult. So it, it could be a good thing for us, but we'll see what happens in the next couple weeks. It seemed like today, offensively, you guys were sort of creating these more unique shot opportunities. Whether that's Matus moving around and up with four assists, or Trey was looked like he was doing pretty solid in the post. Was that maybe exploiting matchups, or are you guys really adapting to create points without having data and lineup and Jimmy having an off night? Well, I mean, I think we're better offensively than we played. We haven't shot the ball well at all. I mean, I think we're – we're, if you look at Ken Palm on the offense, we're the worst offensive team in the league. You know, so the numbers don't lie. I mean, you can look, you, you could say whatever, but they don't lie. Now, I don't think we're that bad, but we've been that bad. So, we, you know, it, and it was even before Day Day was hurt. Now, let's be, you know, frank about that. Like, we, we, did, we hadn't moved the ball very well. I, I do think we've started to move the ball better. I do think that. Now, with that should come a little bit more success. Um, so I think if we continue to move the ball better, I think we'll we'll play a little bit better. At least it matches tonight, Zach. <laughs> Love you too, Keith. My question's about Prusini. Just obviously showed a little bit at Joe's, showed some sparks, showed some really good pivotal rebounds. Just is maybe some of that cohesiveness back, and how can that confidence propel him forward? Well, the Dramas play hard now. They, they're going to play hard. Fusini plays hard, and his, if you look at his numbers over the years, again, I'm talking a lot about numbers, he's been a high-level rebounder his whole career. So, you know, he's got to handle the ball better. He's got to make free throws, but he's a competitor, you know, and I, you can see him starting to play a little bit better again. You know, it's a hard situation because his brother's not playing. Like, anybody would react hard. It's a difficult thing. It's, you know, we decided to go with the other younger guys, and you know, his he's playing and his brother's not playing. So you have to feel for him. I'm sure it's affected him. You know, and now he just, you know, um, he's done a good job. I thought he went and got the ball tonight. Coach, earlier you said that you feel like you're a little more skilled when playing the younger guys. Could you have anticipated that, knowing how many graduate students you've brought in? So most of my career I've won with 
high school guys, very few transfers, uh, guys that have been in the program three, four, five years. So those younger guys like Jakob, Jake DeMichael, um, uh, Matouche, you know, they're skilled guys. they got good brains. You know, they they make some mistakes. You know, obviously Jake threw one away tonight. But, you know, one thing about Jake, he's going to compete. You know, so guys like them in two, three years become really good players. Now the question is with NIL and, you know, things like that, can can they will, will you keep them when they become high-level players, which I think they will. I think they're they're all pretty good players. So um, I tried to be fair, you know, and give the older guys the first shot at it. But in my heart of hearts, I knew that, uh, that Jake, Jake was a good player. And then uh, Matush has come a long way back from his, his issues last year. So he's put a lot of time in over the last five months to get himself back in shape. And then Jakob's been good defensively has been one of our best defensive players since he's gotten here. With the reason we haven't played him more is he hasn't shown the ability to score yet, and we've had scoring issues. So if he can score, he'll really get a lot of minutes. And I think he, I think it's a confidence issue with him. He's, he's capable of being a good offensive player too. Uh, obviously, in A-10 play, Braun Holmes in center position is in his own league. So we didn't double Holmes and we didn't double uh, we didn't double Asanico. We got hurt by both of them on the perimeter. If you really, I mean, Holmes hurt us inside too. But you know, it's a it's a tough decision. Again, I didn't see the Rhode Island game, Dayton Rhode Island game, but my gut is they probably doubled Holmes. And the reason I say that, I think they made like a million threes in that game. And so it's a pick your poison type of deal. And then Asanico is, I wouldn't say he's a, I'd say he's more of a perimeter five man than he is a post-up five, but he's humongous. So he can score a little bit around the rim. He scores some around the rim. But this guy here is a good scorer around the rim, but really doesn't step out and shoot it. So we've had trouble with those step-out guys and shoot it, and we just kind of used all three of our guys on him, just trying to stay fresh. You know, clearly I thought Dixon did the best job on him, but Dushan did a good job on him as well. And, uh, you know, I think it looks like to me that it, it's going to be a three-headed monster for us. And, you know, at the end of the game, I just decided to play Trey Williams at the five just because I thought, you know, it was the best best option for us. So I don't know if I really answered that well. But. And overall in the season, you guys have had more lineup and rotation changes compared to anyone else in league play. In the last three games alone, mainly forced without Day-Day, it's been largely the same rotations overall and minutes allocation to certain guys. With Day Day coming back in, is there a concern that now you're going to have to almost start over with a new depth chart, or you feel like you can seamlessly put him in and still have the right lineups going forward? So we were playing really pretty good early in the year, if you really analyze it. Then we added, we had to add Trey Williams back in and Dushan back in. 
and we went in the toilet, right? Now, again, I don't know if that's the reason, but I think everybody got a little bit uncomfortable. So Andre Saversov was uncomfortable. Fusini was uncomfortable. You know, uh, all our five men were uncomfortable. You know, so your question's a good one. So what do we do now when Day Day comes back? So the first thing that goes that comes to my mind is, you know, try to play guys less. Try to be more efficient uh, in the time that they're playing because I think sometimes it's the law of diminishing returns. You know, you play there, you play 30 minutes, you play 35 minutes, and pretty soon you're not playing very good. You know, you're just stretching minutes and not not being great. And then we got to see how it affects us defensively because, you know, I, I think even tonight we cut Kareem back a little bit, right? He only played 24 minutes, even without Day-Day. You know, so when you play Day-Day, Kareem, and Jimmy Clark, you're tiny. When you play Jimmy, Matouche, and Jakob, or Jake, you're much bigger. You know, so is that the reason why our three-point defensive numbers have improved? Or is it happenstance or or what? You know, so it's a, it's a it's an excellent question in the sense that I don't really know the answer other than play the best guys that are playing the best that night. And um, you know, I you can't worry about you can't worry about feelings at this point. And it's it's sad to say I hate that. Like look at I I feel for guys that don't play. I have a son, I know this. It wouldn't matter if the, if school was going great or his social life was great. If he wasn't playing, he was miserable, right? And it's the same for our guys. So when you have a son and you've even played yourself, you understand that. You know, this is the most important thing for them. Now, I'm not saying that's right, but when you're a college basketball player, this is the thing that matters the most to them. And if they don't play, they're miserable. So as a coach that understands that, it makes it hard. And it's really hard when you really like some people that you don't have that, that you don't play. I mean that's probably that's probably the thing I hate most about the job is seeing young people miserable because they don't play. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. 
Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.